0: Luke chapter 4, I want you to look uh, at at verse 16 through 19. Uh, And uh, the context is, he's coming to Nazareth, and here's what he does at Nazareth. So he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, and as his custom was, and that's a good custom. Now, you think Jesus went to church regular, amen? His custom. You want to be like Jesus? You do what Jesus does. And as was his custom, or as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up to read. And he was handed the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written. And here it is in red. And he reads, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. This is Jesus reading this. He's reading about himself. He's reading about Isaiah's prophecy about him. Are you with me? You got the picture? If you got the picture, say amen. He's reading a prophetic word that describes the call of God and the purpose of Jesus on planet earth. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. Everyone say the gospel. You see, just a few moments ago, I shared with you the gospel. And do you know what happened? Three people gave their lives to Christ. Somebody say amen. They believed the gospel. Jesus' priority was come to come and preach the gospel to the poor. That's not the financially poor. It's the spiritually bankrupt. Uh, And he goes on to say, and he sent me to heal the brokenhearted. Somebody say "Heal." heal. And to proclaim liberty to the who? The captives. And recovery of sight to the who? Blind. And to set at liberty... Those who are oppressed, someone say oppressed, and to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Father, we thank you, not only for the reading of this word here, but for the reading of your word then that has been placed here for us to read it all over again and to hear and see and and understand and comprehend the call of God, the call of Jesus for all humanity. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. As you see on the screen today, I want to talk to you about the breaking point. Uh, in fact, uh, I don't know if you've ever been there uh, before I even began. How many of you just by looking at the title, you, you can kind of say, you know, I don't know exactly what you're going to say today, but I think I've probably been there. Anybody, uh, anybody, uh, I, I don't know exactly what you say, but I kind of feel like I've been to the breaking point. Well, let me just tell you, the breaking point is the point where undue stress and pressure causes a fissure or a fracture. It's the point where undue stress and pressure causes fractures in our life. Uh, and so uh, uh, we need to understand that there's pressure in life, okay? How many of you ever experienced that undue pressure in your life? to the point of breaking and and we've all been to a breaking point in our life. And you think about earthquakes. You know, earthquakes are pressure points. That's what happens is there's underground pressure in it. and it and, and and though I'm not a geologist, uh you know the pressure comes from from side to side and from the from the uh the uh, the bowels of the earth and it causes fissures and fractures and trouble and trauma uh and and it's all because of pressure from underneath you see sometimes the pressure is underneath us it's it's not seen by human hands it's our, by human eyes it's not seen we smile and nod but inside we're all coming maybe or some of us at certain times have come to a pressure point have you ever heard anybody say when you look at somebody you get together and you talk maybe a worker that you know, you just say, I don't know what happened, man, but he just snapped. You ever heard that phrase? Have you ever just snapped? Undue pressure, you just snap and, you know, just whatever, you know, whether it's, you know, just pressure at work and, and you snap and you come uncorked and, and there's pressure and fissure and fracture and trouble and trauma. I don't know what happened, but he, but he just snapped. I wish I had a, something that I could snap. I should have been more prepared this morning, but that's because of pressure. And the reason people snap in life is because they're carrying things that they're not designed to carry. The reason people snap is maybe they're carrying things that they could carry but they don't know how to carry them and they don't know how to handle the pressures of life and they just snap. I don't know what happened, man. You just snap. How many of you looked at the news lately? There's people snapping all over the world. There's people under the pressures of whatever the circumstances and the enemy pressuring them uh, and, and they just snap and and people are carrying things and holding things and, and trying to do things that they're just not designed to do and as believers, you need to understand Something that it's never God's intention for you and I to snap under pressure. Now, let me say to you this morning, in this gathering, I believe there are people under real pressure, and you've got to know what to do and how to handle those things, or you'll just snap. Where's Brent? There's Brent. Brent has done something twice that no man has ever done before, at least in my presence. Uh, and it's kind of interesting that he was there for both experiences, but uh, I have a boathouse at our lake house uh, and uh, it has cables and a, and, a, and a lift for the boat. And, and for years and years and years, uh, uh, you know, uh, that boat lift worked great, but the cables started uh, fraying some. And so I said, I need to change those cables out. Uh, but one thing I, I got confused about was the size of the cable. And so uh, I I put a smaller cable that looked to me like the right size because it had a coating on it that made it look the right size, but it wasn't the right size. And. And so, though I don't know both circumstances, they weren't on the same day at least, uh, but two times, uh, Brent was in the boat, we're working on this, the one time we're putting the cables in or something, he's actually in the boat, the boat was probably off the water four or five feet, and, and the undue pressure uh, caused the cable to snap and Brent rode the boat to the to the water, just whoo. Now he did that, you would think, once twi- once burned twice careful, but uh, hey, it wasn't too long after that. Was it the same weekend or, or a different time? A different time. And and gosh, I guess I would have thought a little better, but finally I realized we got the wrong size cable. Uh, and, and so that was not designed to carry the pressure of the boat nor the pressure of the boat in Brent. And so Brent understands what it means for things to snap. Do you, have you ever been in the presence of someone when they snap? What do you want to do? You better look out because things get crazy when people snap. Now, from a serious standpoint, when somebody snaps, they're broken and require a healing and a help and hope in their life. You know, people all over the world are experiencing mental breakdowns, just mentally snapping, spiritually, emotionally, relationally, just broken in life because of the undue pressures of life. But understand something, in this generation we live in that is under undue pressure, uh, that people people all around you, in fact, when you see these traumas that are happening in the culture uh, around us and people, some people say, you know, I, I just can't believe he did that. They, he was a nice guy. I don't, I don't understand this. How could somebody, how, how could he do this? Well, he was carrying things that, that he was, he undue pressures in his life and thinks, and, and at some point he snapped or she snapped and came to the breaking point. Uh, in fact, as Christians, we need to know that Jesus promises us in his word that there will be pressure in life. In fact John 16:33 I've shared with it many times. He's it basically says this. Jesus said, uh let me just tell you. In the world you're going to have now King James I says tri, I think says tribulation. Uh I'm not sure what other translations say, but it really means pressure. In the world you're going to be pressured. How many of you have never had any pressure in your life? No, I've always, I've had, in the world, you're gonna have, a have, it's just a promise. In this world, you're, there's gonna be pressure in our life. But then he says, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. I have overcome that which wants to pressure you to the point of snapping. That would be a great place to say, hallelujah. It doesn't, hey, there's pressures in the world. There's things in the world that will cause you, if you don't know how to handle them, they will cause you to snap. And, and people will look at you and, and, and because the world is somewhat unmerciful, they'll just say, I don't know what happened to you. you just snap. I don't know who's going to take his place. <laughs> you know, I hope they hire somebody a little more stable. You know, yeah. Just he snapped, and so uh, before you get to that place, we need to come to the place that we began to understand the promises of God in our life. Jesus said, "I promise you, in the world you're going to have trouble, you're going to have pressure, but be of good cheer. Here's a promise: I have overcome the world." And everybody said, "Amen." Amen. So let me give you an important point to ponder. Everyone say an important point to ponder. Come on, everybody say an important point to ponder. There you go. And here it is. You could tweet this if you want. Uh, you could post it. Let other people know. You could send it to your friends. Before you ever come to your breaking point, you better come to the point of your breakthrough. Let's read that out loud, out loud together. Before you ever come to your breaking point, you better come to the point of your breakthrough. And so when you understand Jesus and the scripture I just told you, there will be pressure in our life, but he's overcome the world. In other words, there's breakthrough available for us. We don't have to snap. Look at three or four people and say, you don't have to snap. You don't have to snap. You don't have to break down. You can come to the place of breakthrough." And so that's something we, I'm not exactly sure how far we're going to flesh this out over the next few weeks, but, but uh, God wants us to come to the place of breakthrough in our life where we don't come to the point of our breaking point because uh, uh, un- pressure, you know, in fact, pressure, you know, the, you know you've you heard the old song, I'm just an old chunk of, cl- of coal, but I'm going to be a what someday? A diamond someday, what's he saying? What's he relating to? He's relating to the fact that diamonds are actually formed by the pressure that is in the earth, uh, and down deep and in the ground, and that's how diamonds are formed. Listen, uh, pressure has a way of making you better, and l- instead of bitter. Okay. And so we've got to learn these things and begin to realize them. You know, as a believer, you can't be shocked when troubled times come. You can't be, uh, you can't be troubled. In fact, one of my life sayings is, uh, 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 that, uh, in the world, you're going to have trouble and be troubled, but, but it's, it's just not optional. There's, you're going to be troubled or there's going to be trouble, but, but you know what? You don't have to let trouble trouble you. There's going to be trouble. You just don't have to let the trouble trouble you. If you let trouble trouble you, you may find yourself at a breaking point. Are you with me? Say amen. So I don't know where you are this morning, but this is a very simple, I'm going to, I'm about to give you some very simple thoughts that all of us need to know that certainly Patsy as she was being led of the Holy Spirit was in line with what I'm going to share with you some simple thoughts and let me just tell you what we're going to do in just a moment because in this room there's people experiencing different levels of pressure all of us at some place and and you don't know in fact some of you right now you don't know you don't know I don't know if this is really for me because this pressure is not great I don't think I'm at my breaking point but let me tell you something uh, if you Oh, see, my illustrations just come to me. Here's one. I can hold that for a minute. But after a while, if I don't do something differently and make some adjustments, I'll come to my breaking point. So, any level of pressure, if you don't handle it correctly, if you don't know how to adjust and how to handle the pressure points of life, uh, then at some point you may be one of those guys that everybody says, well, I don't know what I'm up to. Just snap. And so, before you ever come to the breaking point, you better come to the point of your breakthrough. So that's what we're going to talk about and just kind of introduce to you today. And with that in mind, go back to Luke chapter 4, verse 18, and look at the last couple of things he said, and really down to the last part of verse 18, he said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me, dot, 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 to set at liberty those who are oppressed. Everyone say Oppressed. How many of you can, with that word, kind of read into it, pressure? Oppressed. Pressed. You you ever heard the phrase, oppressed by the devil? Oppressed by the this or that? He, He said, Jesus came to set at liberty those who are oppressed. One translation, maybe King James says, those who are crushed. You know, things that are crushed have come under extreme what? They came to their what? They came to their breaking point. And very clearly, Jesus and the prophetic unction of Isaiah When he wrote Isaiah, he knew that the culture and the world that we live in would be under extreme pressures from within and from without, and I love this fact that when Jesus first uh, really recorded message, he just quoted a scripture about himself, and he said, let me tell you why I've come. I've come to liberate those who have have come to the breaking point in life, who are under the pressures of this life, I've come to liberate them and deliver them from that. Somebody say another big amen. amen. And so we embrace the promise of God here today, though that we do have a promise that there's pressure, we also have a previous promise from Jesus that, hey, I'm going to liberate you from the things that will that will bring you to your breaking point. And so we need to embrace that thought right now—that uh, that God cares about us. He's concerned about that which puts us under a place where it where, that which presses us towards the breaking point. And He came, I came to set at liberty. That means to free you from, to deliver you from, to pardon you from, to forgive you from. Listen, Jesus came to liberate us from the crushing, debilitating pressures of this life. Amen. And so this morning, very simply, I said this is very simple. I want to talk to you about the point of breakthrough. Where is the point of breakthrough? Where do you get, you know, I said before you come to your breaking point, you need to come to the point of your breakthrough. Where, where do you, where you find the point of breakthrough? It's found in the presence of Jesus. That scripture we just read, the, the Isaiah prophecy. Jesus said, this is what I came to do. You get in the presence of Jesus. You know what Jesus does when you get in his presence? He just does what he's supposed to do. What he said he was called to do. You get in his presence, okay? And you find yourself in the presence of Jesus. Uh, you'll find yourself at the place where breakthrough begins in your life. And you will not come to your breaking point because you've come into the presence of the God of breakthrough. And so listen, yes, there are strategies and ways and means for us to handle the pressures of life. I've got a pastor, a friend of mine right now, uh, who who uh, when he left this conference that we were in, he went to some island somewhere, he and his wife, uh where there's a limited cell service he's going to be gone three uh Sundays uh, and what's he doing well he's vacationing he's he's having fun in the sun he's enjoying life man i wish I was a preacher so i could enjoy some of those well i've heard a few of those before uh in case you ever have that attitude it just means you're not properly processing your pressure uh but uh, uh he's off uh, he you know what he's doing he's decompressing he, there are things we can do To to be able to handle the pressures of life. And we'll talk more about them. But listen, if you're at the point of, if you're at a breaking point where you need to find yourself ASAP is in the presence of Jesus Christ. Okay? And get in His presence. Because if you're, because He's the only one who knows how to handle the pressure. He's the only one who can overcome the world. He's the only one who can handle undue pressure. The pressure you can't handle, let me tell you something, he's already handled it. Somebody say amen. Amen. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for you aren't with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You anoint my head with oil, I'm getting it a little confused, but hey, my cup runneth over What's he talking about? Being in the presence of God. And then God takes good care of us. So, hey, the point of breakthrough is found uh, in the presence of Jesus. Uh, Luke 4.18, he said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because he's anointed me to pre, to to loose. Uh, he said, man, I've got the spirit of the Lord on me. I'm in the presence of, even of God. Uh, and this is how this is going to happen. And let me just tell you very simply, where's the presence of Jesus found at? Let me, where do you find the presence of Jesus? How You know, if I got to get in the presence of Jesus, how do I get in the presence of Jesus? Well, it's, it, there's a lot of ways, but let me give you two simple things, two simple thoughts. It's almost too simple uh, here. I, I might should co- co- confound you a little bit here for a moment, but it's really easy. It's really, it's, it may not be easy, but it's very simple. The first, the place uh, where you get into the presence of Jesus, it's found at the place of prayer. A couple months ago, we had an emphasis called let us pray. I want say, let us pray. And from a personal level, from a church and corporate level, at the place of prayer. I got in the presence of Jesus. Uh, and we began to pray. And the reason we began to pray is because our church was at a defining moment. And we still are at, uh, at a defining moment. But really, we're at a pressure moment. In different ways. Where we must press forward. Or we'll fall backward. And so I began to pray. We began to pray. And God began to speak to us at the place of prayer. We began to find ourselves. I began to find myself in the place of prayer. Somebody say prayer. In fact, what does Jeremiah 33, 3 say? Call unto me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you know not. In other words, if you'll just seek me, you'll find me. He said, when you search for me with all your heart, prayer puts you into the presence of God. And so understand something. This may be too simple, I don't know. When you find yourself at a pressure point in life, when you are about, you feel like you're about to snap, you got to get to the place of prayer. In fact, the Bible says, cast all your care upon Him. For He, I think Peter said that, cast all your care upon Him. For He cares for you. So listen, you find yourself at the place of prayer and you just begin to seek the Lord while you get into His presence. And let me tell you something, His presence is not a goose bump. Some people think, in fact, I just had one of our members and there's not hey I thank God for goosebumps I had one of my members tell me this morning by text who's had to work today but he told me this he said I got to tell you what happened to me I was just at work uh yesterday and I was just working and all of a sudden out of the out of the blue the presence and the spirit of God just came upon me in a way that was almost tangible. It just, it just got his presence enveloped me. And, and to the point that I was beginning to tear up and I thought my, my, I'll, he didn't actually say this, but it fits so good to the point that I thought if I, my coworkers, if they see me in this condition, they may think I have snapped something went right. He's just crying. No. So he thought, I, I got to get out of here. So he left the shop and walked out maybe at, you know, somewhere at a place where he could just kind of uh, embrace. He said, man, God's presence just overwhelmed me at work today out of the blue. I said, you know what? It wasn't out of the blue. God knew you needed something in your life and he just showed up miraculously in your midst. And that's wonderful. But let me tell you something. You don't have to have a goosebump. You don't have to have that, that kind of experience to be in his presence. In fact, this, morning you may not have a goose bump, you may not have an emotion wand running through your system but if you call unto him he will answer you you'll be in his presence in fact, what the Bible says in Hebrews, it says, "Let us come boldly before the throne room of grace, that we might obtain mercy and find grace to help him in time of need." And Patsy said it just a few moments ago. We, there's not some big uh, curtain between us and God. We can come right into His presence. And, we, and, and let me just stop and say, everybody, punch the pause button. Listen, when you hear people say I have a word from the Lord, you might ought to listen because she's just right down the line of what I was just so simply going to say. I mean, you know, the Holy Spirit's trying to tell us something this morning. You You just get in his presence. You just come to the place of prayer. You don't have to pray. You get to pray. And I would spend more time in prayer. In fact, if you've got pressure at work, listen, more so you need to pray. I'm so pressured. I got to get up and go fight this pressure. You need to fight the pressure at the place of prayer before you ever get out the door. And you find relief at the place of prayer when you get in His presence because He's the God who said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me to liberate those who have been crushed or under the pressures of this world. And you begin to pray. And you find His presence. And all of a sudden you realize the victor lives on the inside of you. You know, when Nathan's album comes out, I want you to get it just because he's my son. But I want to tell you, there's a song on there that he has, He has. I've heard it before, that he has fine-tuned it. It's called There's a Fighter in Me. And I'm telling you, when you hear that song, I told my wife when we were listening to it last night, uh, had you, have you listened to it yet, Ryan? The, the, the man, he added a verse or so, uh, I told my wife, I said, if there's one song on here that might shoot somewhere, it may be that song. Because I'm telling you, by the time he gets done with that, there's a fighter in me. Man, my faith just gets, whoo! Come on, world! I can do this, I'm telling you. Uh, we have the fighter living on that. We just call out to him. And you know what he'll do? As you come into his presence and you just cast your care upon him, you give him your pressures, man. He'll take your pressures. You weren't designed to carry that. You know what? I've learned something about the pressures of pastoral ministry. Oh, pastor, there's no pressured pastoral ministry. Let me tell you something. Uh, I'll tell you what i'll do for about a month i'll trade checkbooks with you i'll swap bill payments with you i'll swap deficits with you anybody want to do that i don't think you do and so i've had to learn this is not this is not my this is not i don't carry this i'm responsible for it but i don't carry this pressure I, 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 Jesus carries this for me I'm going to the place of prayer I thank you Lord You're Jehovah Jireh You you, you supply all our needs And you're going to take good care of us And Lord uh, You're going to just uh, You're going to be Everything we need you to be I call out to you And I thank you And Lord You said give us this day Our daily bread I'm trusting you I'm relying upon you I give you this pressure I'm not going to carry this And you know In about four or five days Especially around the end of the month It starts coming back on me And I go back Oh Jesus Here we go I don't want this how many of you ever took your Indian giver any Indian givers here you give things to Jesus then you take them back (laughs) you give it to him and then all of a sudden Jesus said hey wait I thought you gave that to me Oh, okay you can have it back listen you find God's breakthrough the breakthrough of God It's found in the presence of Jesus. And you get in the presence of Jesus just by praying. And number two, I told you it's simple. It's found at the place of prayer, but it's also the presence of Jesus found at the place of praise. When you just begin to worship the Lord. You know, let me just tell you there is a there is a spirit. I'm going to put that, that's a little S. That is, trying to settle upon the church by and large. And it's, and it's a spirit of heaviness. And a spirit of fear about our future. Now, let me just say this. This is not the time for the church to cower. And to fear and to doubt. This is a time for the church under the pressure of this culture we live in to rise to a new place of prayer and to a new place of praise. And in our meetings this weekend, the word of the Lord came. It's time for the church to rejoice. It's time for the church to lift up their voice and Michael and Lyric were there. We just, and his grandfather led us in a, boy, he just he just made you happy uh, uh, and, uh, and, and just realized, listen, this is, hey, look with your natural eyes. There's some things to be concerned about. You look into the spirit. This is our finest hour. We can't let this time pressure us. We can't let this time cause us to snap. The church doesn't need to be snapping at this point. The church needs to be rising up with great power and authority and releasing into this atmosphere a spirit of praise and worship and listen if you're at the place where you're about to snap let me just tell you let me just give you a nugget right here you just start calling out to jesus and, and just thanking him and you step on to, into his presence for, for the bible says uh, i'm going to quote it a little but let me just go over to psalm 100 uh, in fact somebody here needs to take psalm 100 and quote it about 900 times and read it every Every day to get some things off your... You may have a spirit of heaviness on you. You may have a spirit of fear on you. You may have a pressure on your life. Here's what Psalms 100 said. It says, make a joyful shout to the Lord. All ye lands, he didn't. And this wasn't a request. This was. An, it was almost a command. Make a joyful shout, not a fearful shout, not a sad shout, not a crying shout. Make a joyful shout, all ye lands. Come, uh, serve the Lord with what gladness. You ever seen anybody like this? I've met a few people. Here's Chris, Christian folk. People are supposed to be happy. Uh-huh. You, you walk in church and you say, hum, hum, hum. like that's spiritual. That is spiritual, but it's a little s. It's a spirit of depression. And you say, what's going on in your life? Well, I'm just serving the Lord, brother. It's hard out there. But I'm just going to be a faithful servant of the Lord. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I want to say, if that's serving the Lord, let's go to the bar. <laughs> Man, if that's my choice, let's go knock back a cold one because that ain't that ain't uh, that don't look very appealing to me. But look what he said: serve the Lord with what? Now catch this. Come before His presence with what? With what? 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 I'll stop right there. Come before His presence with singing. In other words, man, when you come into the presence of God, you, uh, man, He wants to hear something happy in your heart. He doesn't want to hear you moaning and complaining and whining and, and fretting and foaming and cussing and carrying on. He wants to hear His kids with a, with a happy heart, with a praising heart. Come before His presence with singing. Know that the Lord, He is God, it is He who made us and not we ourselves. We are His people and the sheep of His pasture. Enter into His gates with thanksgiving and into His courts with praise. Be thankful to Him and bless His name for the Lord is good. Everybody say that for the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and His truth endures to all generations. We could preach a series out of Psalm 100. I'm getting motivated right now. Look out. uh, Because man, that's chock full of things we can do. You want to get in His presence? You start singing and worshiping the Lord. You stop listening to the doom and gloom of the day. You hey, turn off the television, I mean the television, and read your Bible a little bit. Get off the internet and get into His presence and start worshiping Him and magnifying Him and come into His presence and when you come into His presence at the place of prayer and at the place of praise I'm going to tell you what you will run right smack dab into you'll run into the Spirit of the Lord the Spirit of the Lord you'll run into Jesus and He will begin to lift off of you and liberate you from the Spirit of heaviness from this crushing pressure of life and you'll begin to find freedom freedom It's in the presence of God. Some of you are looking at me, as I say, as a calf stares at a new gate. Because you've never experienced the presence of God in your life. You don't have a clue. When you get into the presence of God, things begin to lift. We used to sing a little, little chorus. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in His wonderful face. And the things of earth will grow strangely dear in the light of His glory and grace. Pretty simple. Man, people that have have snapped, they could have just heard this message right here. Before you snap, come to your breaking point. You better come to the point of your breakthrough. Breakthrough is found in the presence of Jesus. Turn. Jesus, look full in His wonderful face, and the things of earth will grow strangely Glory and grace. We step into your presence this morning. Lord, we step into your presence this morning at the place of prayer. We do call unto you. And we know You will answer us. Show us great and mighty things which we know not. You said, if we just seek ye first the kingdom of God and your righteousness, all these things would be added unto us. We call unto You at the place of prayer. We worship You and praise You. We step into your presence. I want us to stand up this morning in the presence of the Lord. We're right in His presence. That's where we can cast our care upon Him. For He cares for us. In fact, David even said this in Psalm 55. He said this, cast your burden upon the Lord and He will sustain you. So as we stand in His presence today, We can find freedom from the crushing pressure of this life. Now, remember, remember the illustration. You say, well, my pressure is not so bad. If you just sit there and do nothing, it'll get worse. If you're here today and there's some real pressure in your world, this message was for you today. I want you to lift your hand wherever you are. People up all hands up all through this room. You put them back down. If you're here today and you say, "Pastor, there's some pressure in my world," but I think I got a handle on it. Thank you very much. I, I just, you know, I, I don't think I'm go, I'm, I'm not going to snap. That's my I'm not go, I'm not planning on I'm not at the place of snapping. But uh, there is some real pressures in my life uh, that uh, I need to learn how to cast upon Him. If that's you, lift your hand wherever you are. Amen. Now in just a moment, we're going to pray together. In fact, one of the scriptures we'll look at more later, I think, uh, Galatians says, bear ye one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of God. Another couple of verses down, Paul says, bear, let everybody bear his own burden. And, and when you read it in a little deeper insight, there's burdens that we carry and then there's burdens that are just too big for us. And that's the family of God together. If you're here today and there's a burden that seems too big for you right now, and you lifted your hand, and even if you didn't, I want you to come to this altar right now. Come on. We're going to agree together. We're going to bear burdens together. Come on now. Come on. We're we're stepping into His presence. Here we are. If you lifted your hand, come on. If you lifted your hand, come on. If you got something you're carrying that is bigger than you, that is more heavy, that you realize, if if I don't... Figure this out. I may snap. I, hey, and, and hey, listen. All of us have been there, so there's no heart, there's no condemnation. We all have been to that place, and I want some of our faith-filled prayer warriors to come stand behind these and just lift them up, Jim, Trish, and others just come stand behind these today. And if you're here today, guess what? Let's just take our hands and lift them up to God and let's just cast our care upon Him. Lord, we thank you today. You see, God's ministering to people this morning. I want everyone here to lift your hands towards these and begin to bear their burden, begin to lift them up today. Lord, there's things, listen, there's things you're carrying you're not designed to carry and you're own strength. There's things you're trying to deal with that you've got to let the presence of God begin to make a difference in your world. And today we're going to lay it at the altar. We're going to cast all our care upon him. I want everyone in this altar, everyone in this sanctuary to to declare this with me this morning. Everyone make this declaration and say, thank you Lord Jesus that you came to set at liberty those who are under pressure. You came to deliver us from the undue pressure of this life. And so today, I thank you for that. And I cast my care upon you because you care for me. I'm casting this care upon you right now. I'm giving it to you right now. I'm putting you in charge. And I thank you, Lord, that you've already carried it for me. I give it back to you today in jesus name and i thank you for it now let's release the spirit of praise in this house today Let's leave, let's release the spirit of praise. Let's release His presence into this place. Father, we praise You and we thank You today and we glorify You this morning. I want you that came into this altar today, lift your hands and begin to praise Him. Psalm 100 says, Shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Enter His gates with thanksgiving and into His courts with praise. Sing the song of the Lord and declare His goodness. Come before His presence with singing thanksgiving. Thank you, Lord. We praise you today. And we give you glory. We bless you today. We bless you today.